Welcome back to another edition of the Pedro and Hannibal podcast. My name is Hannibal. That guy over there is Pedro. I'm, I'm Pedro. <laughs> How <laughs> you up? doing, bro? I'm good, man. How another another great doing? Wednesday, my friend. Another great Wednesday. As I always say, this is the highlight of my week because when we do work in other ways, other means, it's the same old BS and it's nice to talk about <laughs> something different. As you, preach, as you preach that. for the people in the back. Preach. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to jump in. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about we got a movie review. We got an album review and we got yep. some psychology. I would call it news, but some information about. Mm. The single men out there and what they go through. So I'm sure you guys saw the title. Um, I'm sure Pedro has a lot to say about it. Um, but I guess you know what? We could do the most positive news out of the entire uh, hour we have with Ooh, you. Yeah, start yeah. it off. Start it off. Kevin Durant is going to stay in Brooklyn. Okay, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. F- yes, yes. I'm extremely sad. Um, I think Pedro's about to do a, a crossover dribble right now. He's holding oh, the basketball. I mean, I could. I can show y'all some skills. You could, but I don't want to cross over the table. I don't want to cross Hannibal over. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm surprised. I like to have you, like you know your thoughts, but I'm very surprised. But I'm actually pleasantly surprised. I think uh, Nets could not get equal value. Uh, the owner, Joe Sight, he stuck his foot. He he, he basically made a line and said, Kevin, I don't care. We signed you for many years. You can, you're not going anywhere. We're not going to get equal value. Let's run it back. Um, I think maybe like maybe two, three days ago, I saw Trey Young's IG had a couple of pictures, a pickup game where Kyrie and Kevin were together. So clearly they may, may have made up and they're going to run it back. And before before I tell you my uh, predictions of who's going to win a championship. <laughs> oh, we're going there already. Damn. Tell me what you think about uh, the situation. Uh, I'm not surprised. Um, I think it's good for Brooklyn, good for the Nets. Um, uh, <laughs> Kevin, I just, all you could do is laugh, man. I don't think they're going to win a chip. I think they'll make the playoffs. I don't think they have enough continuity and enough games to play together. Ben Simmons is going to be, they're going to have to get him in the mix. Next year, it'll just be average for them. I think they're 10 games above 500. That's my opinion. Okay. And I'm going to let you know my opinion. Everything you said is completely wrong. 10 games <laughs> over 500? Are you serious? Yep. Absolutely. Yep. They have two of the top probably 10 players, one top five player in the NBA. They're going to have only 10 games above 500? How dare Thanks. you? Yes. I don't yes. know why we do this show together. I don't know. We I'm have. Okay, so <laughs> you can go because I'm going to explain why they're going to. Pr- All right. I would Break say down. Very, at the very least, they're going to be in the finals. At the yeah. very least. And let me explain. Kevin, well, there's some caveats, but Kevin Durant and Kyrie, if they could play the entire year with no weird stuff happening, whether Kyrie has to take another vaccine, which I don't think we're going to do that, deal with, deal with, we'll deal with that, any kind of weird social justice situation, anything that if it's all about playing basketball, they will do pretty well. There's a solid team. It's not just those two. We got this other guy. That's a that like huge it. capital I, capital F, if. You're talking about if. two of the, okay. Well, if. think about what you just said there. The, the, the secret sauce that make this works is Ben Simmons playing at a high level. We like to, <laughs> we, we laugh at, you see, we laugh at men that have oh. mental health issues in this country, but women have it and we give them the benefit of the doubt. 
He's mm. they said that he has some mental health issues. He worked, he works out those demons. I don't need him to shoot a ball. Defend, pass. That's it. Defend the best player, pass the ball. Stay inside. You're how, how tall is Ben Simmons? I like six six, from six seven, six seven, Something, six eight. He's, yeah, tall. he's six eight, six nine. Yeah, he's yeah. tall. He's tall. Big dude. Just do those things. We still got Steph Curry. Oh, Steph. Well, which Seth Curry. <laughs> Seth. We still got Patty Mills. Claskin's a pretty good defender. We still have a pretty solid, decent team. I don't know if the three-point shooter, guy's name is kind of um, escaping me right now. I know he's uh, Joe Harris? Yeah, Joe Harris. I don't know what we can get out of him. Hopefully, he's healthy. Um, who knows? Who cares about Blake Griffin and Aldridge? Who knows? Yeah, it doesn't matter. That, that's, that's a pretty good team. That's a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. Who's stopping Kevin when he's focused? Who's stopping Kyrie? Who's stopping Kyrie if there is if he focused? If this yeah. team was able to make it to the finals and let's say the Warriors come back, right? Kyrie's outplayed Steph Curry in the finals before. Kevin Durant takes over finals when he's in it and healthy. So I think, and I, I may be, you know, I don't know if the betting favorites, I'm sure they're going to be top probably three or four. I think... And this is my heart saying this. I think the Brooklyn Nets are going to win the championship. It's oh. going to be the ultimate redemption story oh. of Kevin Durant and Kyrie working together. And then Kevin, uh, Kevin, or Steve Nash figuring out the coaching thing. It's going to be one of the most important championships <laughs> ever because of redemption story. What are you writing down, Pedro? Pedro's going. writing something down. I don't know Just what that going. is. I think keep it's going. saying Hannibal is an idiot. <laughs> Well, uh, that's March. What's today's date, guys? What's today's date? Somebody tell me in the chat. It's Shout 24th out to the chat. of August. Is it August 24th? August 24th. All right. Is it a full I can't really want to believe this, that, that this is going to happen. All right. So, just wrote down in my journal. <laughs> oh, y'all can't see it. Anyways. Yeah, hopefully you, Hannibal, hopefully Hannibal, <laughs> Hannibal says Nets win championship August 24th. So, yes. I'm going to keep this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mark this. And I'm going to run it back. And we'll talk in June. All right, they got look Kyrie, they got Kevin Durant, Joe Harris, and Claxton got Patty Mills. I forgot about Patty Mills. That's a good team. It is a good team. Seth Curry can pull. He can ball a little bit. He can drop fifteen a night. It's Ben Simmons. Lord help me, Ben Simmons gotta come through. And hopefully, he for me, that's a, for me that's a deciding factor. If Ben Simmons is what he <laughs> what he was. Uh, drug test. Yeah, I mean, listen. I listen. I listen, was Bobby. By Bobby, I need to be drug tested. I'm, I'm smoking. It. I wish I had some of that primo. It's beyond the primo, guys. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> and shout out. Thanks for the chat reminder. Today is Kobe Bryant Day. Eight twenty four. Kobe. Yeah, eight twenty four. My guy, man. Where's he at? Hold on. Let me see. I got a. I got a picture of him. Oh, you got it. Yeah, I saw. It, I saw it in person. Back there. Yeah. Yeah, I see it, man. So listen, I think Ben Simmons. You know, if he plays at that level. That he was playing two years ago. Yeah, they're going to be scary. Give me all Ben Simmons, and I'll be and I'll be fine. Because you know what, Harden is done. Harden is not the Houston uh, Rockets. Harden, he's okay, but every playoffs he breaks down. I don't know what it is. He doesn't show up. So as much as I would love Harden to be here, if Ben Simmons can get his stuff together, just play defense. You're not the number one guy. You're never the number two guy. You're the number three, four guy. Defend, pass the ball. You you have the young legs. Give the you know Kevin some some time to chill, Kyrie some time to chill. Defend the best player. That's all I need you to do. 
I know you're excited. Listen, I'm excited for you. I know when you saw that news, you were like, oh, yes, there's hope in NYC. Finally, it's been how many years? I, don't, I couldn't even tell you. Were you even uh, born? I, I don't even know if you were. The next one. Neither one of us were around when 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 Wilt Frazier or, or Wilt, Wilt, <laughs> Willis Wilt Reed. Frazier. No disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> it's Walt Frazier, Hall and, of Fame point know, guard. Bill Jackson how was playing. You. And, you know, none, of us, none of us. Yeah, none of us know. But. This is the issue with your theory. I know you're excited. I'm excited for you. I'm extremely excited. And you should you should be. So would I. But you you would need all three of those guys to get on the same page. And that's not yeah. gonna, the, the likelihood of that is low. The probability of that happening is low. If it happens, oh, they're going to catch lightning in a bottle. Yeah. But those guys are different weird. and they're weird. weird. They're, yeah. they're not stable, but in three <laughs> different types of ways. They're just not. So I just go off history and, you know, Kyrie won his with LeBron James. I, Kevin I Durant won that. his and he was on a perfect team. Those teams well, were. When the ball, when, when it matters the most in, the, in, that, in, those, in that series, who they gave the ball to? They gave it to Kevin. No, Kevin. So he's no on that. Kevin Durant. But look what they just did. They just ran it back and won another one without him. So True. they they probably could have won those championships without Kevin Durant. Uh, we can talk about that later. Well, they won one with they won one without him. Why couldn't they win two more? And they just won um, another one without him. I mean, you know, I don't I'm know. just saying. We'll, we'll LeBron was we'll so good. Happened. I think they needed Kevin to get him. But we could talk about that. I mean, we have a whole Maybe. season to. Listen, I'm, you know, I'm excited. I'm, I, I'm excited for you. I wrote it down. If it happens, man, I'm gonna buy you. I'm gonna buy you. A, I'm gonna buy you three jerseys: a Simmons, a no, Kyrie, I'm drop, a Durant. I'm gonna drop some money before the season starts on the championship. The Nets winning, and I may lose put all that money. Yeah, put a hundred. I'm put some money on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> oh lord. All right, I'm already, I'm already exhausted from um, you know, you yelling at me, telling me I'm came in hot. Came out. in hot, y'all. What's up, y'all? I know. What up, yeah, hot. Nova, Random Ryan, Dash or Poppy. Appreciate y'all. Pia. Appreciate yeah. What's y'all. up? Oh yeah. Appreciate Every everyone day, coming in here. Uh, just listen to me. Get really, really emotional and biased towards my team. I live in. I was born and raised in Brooklyn, so. That's probably one of the reasons why I think it's going to happen. But love it. There's something else I'm gonna get hot with. It depends on what Pedro says. So Ooh. I don't want to fight Pedro today. I really don't. But I think we might just be fighting all stream. It's we may, It's yeah. We're this may, this question may be over by the end of this episode. We're, we're due. We can't, we can't <laughs> always like each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago, the movie Nope came out, and I talked about it on the show. And I went to a drive-in movie theater, checked it out, and I think I told Pedro, I said, it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> like, it was so bad. Fact, I didn't give any spoilers or any better the plot, but I thought it was overhyped crap, and I think that we have a... Listen, I'm not going to throw race in here, but I'm going to say that some people say, well, this guy, black guy, uh, who directed it, said, it's so smart. You, know, you gotta watch it three, four times to get it. I'm sorry. If I don't want to watch your movie three or four times to get it. I want to get it once and then find little pieces of context here and there that's interesting. All right? He's turning this... What I forgot his name. Jordan Peele? Jordan Peele. He is turning into M. Night Shyamalan where he's trying to out... He's trying to outsmart everybody and eventually the movies get progressively worse six cents amazing uh lady in the water i don't like what signs eh, you know what i mean and just jordan put like jordan peele get out amazing um them or us eh, this movie sucked but 
Pedro, and I told Pedro not to watch it. I, I was like, I, I, it was so bad. Don't watch it, Pedro, because I don't want to make it feel bad. But Pedro went, doesn't listen to me, and he watched it. So I'll wait your review of the movie. Oh, here we go. All right. So I had when somebody tells me something's that bad, right? I gotta see it. Right? <laughs> I mean, I should, and I, you know, it's just one of those cringe things. Like, 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 how yeah. bad is this? This so car actually was you know, devastating down the street. Yeah, you like, I gotta look. Got yeah, videos, you know. So I was like, "All right, let me check it out." Uh, I saw other little like clips of things on social media platforms, saying, "You know, this is what was this? I don't know what I just watched." You know. So I, w- I went into it hearing a lot of negatives. I took my girl. I was like, "Let's go. Let's do a date night. Get a little food, a little popcorn. You know, a little little twenty dollars soda. Right? <laughs> Going to the movie theater. Sit down. We we." we these movie theaters will swanky like so we got the seat reclined back oh, I love like, yeah, all i, I need all i need is a blanket i'm good yeah, i'm about to fall asleep <laughs> so, right so you know the movie starts and start off fine whatever you know um <laughs> there was one moment i was gonna doze off you know i was like i caught myself <laughs> you know um but i didn't fall asleep good um i'll say this it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. It's not even one of the worst movies I've ever seen for me. And this is why. Okay. I didn't love it. I didn't even really like it, but it wasn't the worst thing. The only reason I, 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 I it kept me guessing. It kept me for the most part, like what, like what's happening here? This is weird looking. What is this thing? It's okay. So now you're telling me it's not a flying saucer. It looks like a cowboy hat. It, it looks like down. a flying stingray or something. It looks like, yes. Perfect. Frank stingray. But then, you know, then it's at the end, it's got all these weird things coming out. Okay. The acting in it was whatever. It's a monster movie kind of. I think Jordan Peele just wanted to keep people just on their the edge of their seats and guessing. Similar into the way that Jaws, like Jaws is one of Jordan Peele's favorite movies. Jaws is good, though. It is good. And it keeps you in suspense. You don't see the the shark until like way late in the movie, you know. Yeah. But I think he was just trying something different. And this is that it's different, I think, for me. And I, I'm still I haven't read any like 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 Internet blogs about other people, what their theories. But what's interesting to me, I, I think, you know, there's a lot of symbolism in this movie, clearly for me. And I, I look at I think this movie for some people, you can look at it and you can say, OK, well, I see that. That means this to me. So you can internalize it based on yeah. what you got going on, which I think is kind of cool. I think Jordan Peele, he. I'll give him two claps for that, right? And another thing I'll give him a couple claps for is people are talking about it. So whether you like something or don't like it, if if there's a little bit of a buzz, whether bad or good, that's not a bad thing, right? So I think he also understood, I'm going to just make something really, really, really different. Yeah. But the whole chimp thing, right? The chimp going crazy, the balloon pops, it's like that show, you know, and he got kills the mom, he... he uh, messes up the one young girl's face because you see her later in the movie and she's got like the thing over her hat and then the one boy and the chimp at the end just like doesn't even realize what he's done right he lost it right he's a, he's a he was a he was a chimp on show right and he yeah. goes to try to give the boy under the table a little pound like he didn't even know, he just lost it so i think there's a lot of symbolism that jordan peele's putting in that movie not to get too deep but like that's how i looked at it um that like there are a certain class of people, a certain type of person that has been put on stage. And then you act and you wonder why something happens bad. Well, you put them on this stage to perform, 
right? Like they're your little puppet, right? And yeah. I, I think, you know, that's just how I look at it. So wasn't a good movie. Wasn't a great movie. Um, if I had to give it, I'd give it like a C grade, C minus, you know, uh, it's not an F for me. Would I watch it again? No. But what I will do is probably at some point look at some blog, internet blogs and see what other people thought smarter than that, that, that are smarter than me. And then I might be able to put some pieces together. Right. Um, but it wasn't the worst movie ever. But that, so that's my review. Well, I'm happy that you didn't like it because <laughs> if, like, if you said this movie blew my mind, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. What to tell. I don't know how to talk about anything else. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm looking at the Rotten Tomatoes right now. Rotten Tomatoes, they have a, a review of the critics and then like another review section for the audience. So the the, the review is fresh, which means actually a good movie for okay. Rotten Tomatoes. They give that label. So it's 83 percent for the, you know, the critics and reviewers. 68 for the audience. I, if someone said this is a 68 percentage movie, I'll be like, okay, I'll take it. I mean, mine's probably 40 or like it just, it was just make an inter- entertaining movie. Stop trying to outsmart everybody. Yeah. Make an entertaining movie. Jaws didn't try to outsmart you. They just knew that there was some terror in deep and how the hell they're going to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, they stretch it. Same thing with Jurassic Park. This, you know, there's dinosaurs here. You don't have to try to dull this extra symbolism in t- context to tell a bigger story. Make an entertaining movie. Why Top Gun Maverick had a billion dollars? Do you think, you know, it's simple it's action. Simple, yeah. Just, you know, don't try to outsmart everybody. That, that try to make this, this, you know, complicated thing where I got to go read some blogs, understand what the hell this movie is about. I think, and that's, and that's the awesome thing about ta- um, Top Gun being so successful. Movie executives don't care about social justice. They don't care about morality. They care about money. They think now, when they realize, damn, all these movies is about, you know, social justice ain't making any money because no one's watching them. Mm-hmm. Or people just want explosions and guns and women and titties. Yep. Go yep. back to yep. what was working. And that, that's why I love the fact, and I'm not a big Top Gun guy, but clearly that movie resonated be, be, like it's actually doing like Marvel numbers. Yeah, like crazy. Marvel's usually was a billion dollars a movie. They gave Marvel numbers for a, a movie where Tom Cruise is like 85 years old. He looks like he's 27. I don't know what's happening. I don't know how he's able to do that. Scientology. It, it must be. Let's just try it out. <laughs> they keep you young. He's an alien. These kind of movies are kind of, are, they, I think they realize, let's bring entertaining movies. Let's stop trying to lecture people. Let's stop trying to make it we're better than everyone else. Make an entertaining movie. That's all. I don't know. That's just my opinion. But yeah, um, I know. I think I think you're right. I think uh, you know those are two totally different types of movies. One's blockbuster, summer titties, <laughs> big booties, beach. No, but really, it's the guys that sold that movie. Miles Teller on the beach going like this, like that's the whole. You know, so I think a lot of women watched it and men, but for different reasons. That's why that movie did good. And it takes yeah. you know, it's very like Tony just said. It's pro America. It's pro. You know, like it's just we, you know, a lot of people like that. We need that right now. So and Jordan Peele's like, I'm trying to get an Oscar. So let me go weird all the way here. True. Audience might not like it, but typically a lot of the like best pictures over the years sometimes or smarty or already critically people. acclaimed movies and things like that to get a lot of awards. And we don't really understand them. Like the regular folk don't get it. It's the critics. Like it's the people that have seen every movie ever and dissect everything and the color that they use for the lighting means this and that, you know, this was there. It's like, I don't get it. I don't, I, I, I'm not for that. I'm not, I don't need all that. Right. So yeah. I think Jordan Peele's just 
doing a little too much, but hopefully this next movie's better because I do like I do like them. So I think if I just had you know I'm not I don't make movies you know I, I make an occasional YouTube video. Two hours and fifteen minutes are too long for this movie. Is that how long it was? It was two uh, two hours and fifteen minutes. That should have been an hour and a half. Hour forty five minutes. Cram. There was times when we were talking. No one cared. Yeah. Uh, Kiki Palmer was there. Like, okay, is she going? Is she going to put any clothes off? Or no? All right. So we just listen to her talk. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Cut all that. Those conversations <laughs> that had nothing to do with the plot. I know. I'm, I'm disgusting. I'm a. Per- I'm a perv. Cut all that crap out. Cut the, the, those conversations that did not help the plot. Didn't extend the plot. Do the monkey going crazy. That was kind of. I like that scene. That was pretty crazy. That was probably the, that, that was the ending. Cool. I mean, a lot of it was against logic. Why this thing is this thing that you guys don't understand is sucking you up and eating you. But we're gonna try to get a, a picture. Uh, all right, bro. Like it, it may have killed your father. It, that right, was whatever. Weird. That was weird. Let's yeah. keep. You know what I mean? Like logic. Be damned. All right, it's a movie. But hour and forty five minutes. I went and fell, almost fell asleep like you did. Um, and things with this pacing was probably the biggest problem. The acting was bad too. And they're good yeah. actors, so I don't understand how, what who directed and said, "Yeah, that's a good scene. Let's go with it." So saying retake all this you guys sound like clowns you know what i mean but yeah i do appreciate you didn't you're not liking it though i mean uh, it's <laughs> yeah i always me- i measure a movie if i liked it or not like there are some movies i can respect like hey it's just not for me but I, you know if i like something i'll watch it again usually right or you know i won't skip through it if it's on my streaming device and i'm flipping channels i got no interest in watching it again so yeah me neither you yeah. know what i mean so Let's let's go into something that I think we will replay, at least for me. Um, Logic. And I hope you guys are into Logic. Let, let, let me know in the comments if you guys are into the rapper Logic, the biracial. And he says it. And I'm not just throwing it out there. He mentions the fact he's biracial almost a, every single time. A lot. He a likes lot. to say it. And that's been black, a bit of his brand. Yeah. And he's been in the game for quite a while. Um, I haven't checked his date with his, his like debut album. It was a few years ago. I, it kind of came randomly on my Spotify, this guy named Logic. And I feel like he's album, been making music for like 16 years. Like, hold on, hold on. My, I'm 40. Yeah. Dude, it's been 12. It's been about 14 years, I feel like. It's got to be. Yeah, really. He's, his career started, uh, yeah, 2005. Okay, yeah. So that's a long, so 17 years. Right? He put in yeah. 10 years of work before Under Pressure. And I absolutely love the album under pressure very 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 well done album from the first song to the bottom kind of talks about his life talks about his, you know his father his mom really good and i think this, the second one was like the incredible true story another solid album and and then you know everybody i think when he became a hit i think everybody is when he he dropped the really um big powerful song uh, 1-800-723-8255 you know, I think yep. it's a diamond song. So it's uh, almost, yeah. It's uh, yeah. That was that was a big. That's where he said he went pop. You know, he like he, he went he, he went pop, right? Yeah. And I believe that's when he was with Def Jam or something, right? So yeah. So he he kind of jumps in there, and then later on, it just seems like you know he's putting out music. Um, he's hanging out with Gary V. Positive positive vibes all over the place. You know, do this guys like well, and he has a really strong following, but. The problem is, is, you know, people who look like me. Well, not look like me, though. <laughs> I have my skin color. Where they, they don't really bring him in. They don't embrace him. They're like, yeah, yeah. You, you good. Like, the guy could spit rhymes. That's one thing no one can deny. The guy no, can spit no. rhymes. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's, above, mean, he's above average. Like, he's, 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 he's an MC. He's an MC. 
There's yeah. no doubt about that. He's a lyricist. He's a lyricist. He's an MC, hundred percent. And I think the corny is a label that comes in. I think Nova Dash has said that before uh, one of these episodes. He uh, we were doing. He was like, yeah, Logic just seems corny. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about he talks about being vulnerable. He talks about his mental health. He talks about retiring. He retired, right? He mentioned oh, when Joe Budden on his podcast clowned his album, it made him feel bad and he didn't want to make music anymore. And people, instead of embracing it, just like Ben Simmons, we don't, when men kind of bring that vulnerability out, it depends on the certain circles, you get clowned. You're like, what are you crying for? Like, you're successful. Why are you, why are you complaining? Why are you worrying about what Joe Budden says? And even Joe Budden is like, why are you worrying about what I'm saying? Right? Yeah, he's, not, he's, he's better than Joe Budden, in my opinion. No? You don't think Joe Budden was really good. I know he's a clown now. Like I'm not a big fan yeah. of. I don't watch this. I don't listen to podcasts. But early Joe Budden was nice. I would say back it off. Put their put their careers next to one another. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, Logic has a better career. We say like yeah. skill as MC. Joe Budden was the man, but he just you know pump it up is what we remember. <laughs> he didn't do. He didn't do enough. There has to be a little bit yeah, of longevity. It's his attitude, right? Yeah. right? It's like it's like we were talking basketball earlier. You have one really good year. Yeah, that's cool. You had a great year. You got to stack it with another. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I would definitely. I would not argue. I'm just saying, like his Jobun had skill. He wasn't. He wasn't fulfilled. Yeah. Um. But Logic kind of let his mental health dictate his career to a certain extent. So he decided to retire. But he, you know, comes back like Jay Z in the Black Album. He thought that was the end. He comes back. Comes back. And now when he came back with came out maybe two weeks ago called Vinyl Days. And before I throw my review, you know, I've been ranting for the last minute or so. Pedro, what do you thought about the album? Uh, good album. I liked it. Um, the only thing I, the only critique I have is he was a little too repetitive for me. I felt like he was really, you know, he's he's saying he's he's saying his goodbyes. His Sarah, you know, it's it, Sayonara as a as the last song is, you know. But like, he's just doing it was just too much for me, mm-hmm. right? So that's the only critique I have. It was like a lot of repetitive. He's just really trying to basically defend himself i felt like he was really defensive in this album mm-hmm. but sometimes that can make some good music some good content some good lyrics right um good album though i, I love i like you know i like the little skits and in interludes it gives me that nostalgia i know we always yeah, I, like it too. I like yeah. the little he's using people as little voicemails and like it breaks up it's cool i like it i like it we got funk master flex on it like like, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know it was it was cool it was cool he had um yeah nims in here i don't know if you know him nims, yeah, he's a big yeah, yeah new york guy I mean, and, and so logic gets a lot of crap because i think he's um, culturally, he doesn't fit in with what some would say is hip hop or rap or well, masculinity. Masculinity. Yeah. He looks different. You know, if, if, if he's if you see him in a grocery store, most of Americans don't know who that is. He's not going to wear a big gold chain. He's not flashy. You know, he's got, you know, he's rapping about his family, his girl, his kid. I think that changed his perspective a lot. And when that kind of happened is when he started seeing his, his, his lyrics change and his Albums weren't as good, you know. When when you get comfortable and you get, you're not hungry. That happens to a lot of artists. I don't just you know, that's a lot of people. And I think he got to the point where he was just whatever. But he came back, good album, solid album, good listen. Listen to it the last couple of days. Um, I would, you know, it, it's in the middle of the pack for me as far as his his list of uh, albums. Yeah. Um, but uh, I would give it. Three and a half, four mics. I mean, I, I like the game album better, but I think this Logic album is is pretty good. It's a solid yeah. piece of work. Um, I think he's going out strong. He's not going out with a banger banger, but 
I, I think it was uh, just. I think it's timely. I think it's good. Uh, hopefully, he feels good about it. And uh, it's a solid album. So, I would say this is one of his better albums in a while. Um, no, it's not as good as the first two. Cause, well, I, I will listen to the first two over and over and over again. But I like this album. He did come pretty strong. He seemed like he had a lot to prove. Where I think that's the issue with Logic. Like, why does he think he needs to prove? Where he, lyrically, he's better than most rappers. Most rappers. I think if you had put seven rappers out, any seven randomly out there, Logic, his skill is better. He's so there. For some reason, yeah. he, he's looking for acceptance. And maybe that's the reason why he likes to always remind that he's biracial. He seems like he's stuck in between these things and he's not getting enough acceptance in the group that he wants to be accepted in, which is, I guess, the black community, maybe the hood community, whatever that is. I don't think that ever changes, Animal. I think he's still there. and Right? He's still there. So he's always going to, he's going to be 60 years old doing that. He has, he has the, you know, everyone else. He has everyone else. He's very successful, wealthy. He he can do whatever he wants, but for some reason, he's looking for the Joe Buttons of the world to ex- embrace him like the way, I guess, they embrace Eminem. But even Eminem gets a lot of the flack a little bit. Um, but I'll say for this album, I liked it. Um, he produced a lot of this himself. Oh, I didn't know that. These were hitting. Um, yeah. A few of them. The kind of beats I like. I like the kind of backpacky kind of uh, beats. Um a lot of good, a lot of solid features. He had the game in the um, in the song. Yeah, uh, the album. Good song. Like, good song. Yeah, I like it too. Had AZ in there, Royce of Five Nine. I love Royce of Five Nine. Yes, yes. Big, big fan. Um, it's funny. Super being, underrated. Super, super underrated. extremely underrated. That action, Bronson. We got to talk about him in one of these uh, podcasts. The guy I sounds like, exactly like Ghostface Killer. It weirds me out. I like, X, Bron- I like X, Bronson. Not gonna lie, I like the show he had with his boys eating food. That may, that um, may be blasphemous because you have right. you are a big Wu Tang fan. Don't no, let Ghostface Killer hear that. Oh, Ghostface will be fine. Because <laughs> yeah, worry. I mean, I think they're cool now, but Ghostface did not appreciate him really? uh, a couple of years ago. We, we'll talk about that though, because I think it's kind of funny. But yeah, I, I agree, Pedro. I think he is still fighting that. I mean, he had DJ Premier on the, the title of the song, like. The rappers themselves do embrace him. So, like, what is he fighting? Like, what is he upset? It was actually a good comment from uh, Nova Dasher. I don't know if it kind of... Well, I'll let you know if it, if it makes sense for you. Ah, uh, damn. Which is kind of weird. Logic uh, seems to be... Seems like the Kevin Durant of, of rap at the moment. You know what? That's a good point. Cause I, and I think, you know, we're content creators here, right? Nova's got a channel. We, you know, me and Hannibal got multiple things that we do yeah. different interests. And you know what, what, what? I think Logic and Kevin Durant both fall under this. And sometimes we can all, you know, we're all guilty of it on some level. It just depends how far you go down that street, right? You can have a hundred comments in a video. And there's one or two that hit you a certain way that are negative. And I think Logic and Kevin Durant are those kind of guys. Logic gets a lot of love, praise, he's respected. Kevin Durant, love, praise, respected. But somebody will tweet something or you, you, they catch fire or something. And it, it, it takes the other 98 comments and you forget about all the other stuff. And you only think about those two. I think those two guys fall into that trap. Yeah, they have outwardly talent. They put a lot of effort in do being one of the best ever. But yeah, I, I do. I, I'm looking at that comment. Listen, listen to what you're saying. Yeah, I think so. They're, they're, Kevin will never feel complete unless he wins a championship somewhere else. And especially the fact that they won, the Warriors won that championship without him. Yep. And for some reason, Logic is looking for a few of the rap's 
I guess, premier voices to embrace him. Um, Logic does not get played in the hood. Uh, it just doesn't. I don't. I don't think I've ever heard of Logic. I list, I play Logic in the hood, but yeah. I don't really like. No one's really put him up there. I don't know if he's going to be on the Hot 97. That's what it's interesting. To even Funk Master Flex put him because he Funk Master Flex like everyone else that has a brain. Listen to Logic spit. Like yo, he can spit. Yeah, I like it. It, it works, but no one's playing at at the barbecue. No, right? you're you're listening to Logic at a. You're listening to Logic in your room. You're doing homework. You're smoking a little lie. You got your girl over. You're cruising maybe with somebody, and you know you got your headphones, you know, in, and you're walking down the block. But you're not bumping them in your car. You're not. It's not. He's not being really played in most barber shops. But people are still listening to him. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's a kind of person that like little maybe slightly more intellectual a little more thought-provoking maybe somebody that's a gamer that likes video games and this and that and comic books like that's who's listening to logic and there's millions and tens of millions of people like that so there's yeah. nothing wrong with it um dash of poppy says uh <laughs> logic is a workout playlist i'm gonna show that because he has some pot like he's and that's what he like you were saying earlier a lot of his lyrics is like i'm you know you guys put me down you know guys think i'm corny or yeah you know yeah. you know I'm still here. I'm still standing, which is fine. Great. Like no one's saying we didn't understand why you retired in the first place. We don't understand why you're taking what a podcast, because that's what Joe Budden is. It's a podcast. He's not a rapper anymore. Um, why you take what he says seriously when you know he's provocative for a reason. Um, I think he has some issues with Charles Maine, uh, DJ in New York City. It's probably a little local thing. Everybody's got issues with Charlemagne, though. Like he's where Charlemagne's like, I don't like, I don't like Logic. Like why, bro? Like you listen to hip hop all day. It's your part of your job. Why you don't like Logic? He's a hater. Charlemagne. So that's where I like Logic. Logic is listening to that, and that's why you know when you are a creator, it gets to a point where you're you when you started getting some momentum, even if you don't have no momentum, a lot of your attention cannot be based on people criticizing you. If it's constructive, you take it in. But you got to look at where, where where is the criticism coming from? Is it coming from a place of emotion, jealousy, anger, envy? Just look at it and judge it. Have you know? And you you should have the people who who trust and, and you keep around your circle let you know if it's, if it's just criticism. So I'm, I'm sure no one in Logic Circle said, "Yeah, well, you know what? Joe Biden said uh, something that made sense." Like, no. So yeah. why are you letting that bother him? But he also, he's a very, um, he don't go out. He's not flashy. The problem is when you're always in your house, you're always like, then he's on your own, your brain and things coming in is where you're going to respond to. You, you still got to put yourself out there to help people who, who care about you and who like your work. Concentrate on that instead of the, the podcasts and radio hosts. Like who, care, who yeah. cares what they have to say? Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. I, I mean, I, I think logic, if he says, He's had a, a phenomenal career. He talked about that in this song. He's exceeded his own expectations. So, I mean, cheers to him, man. You know what I'm saying? Like he's had a he's had a great career. He didn't think he'd become this and do this and sell this many albums. And you know what I'm saying? So, I give him a lot of props. So, yeah, uh, John John's listening to him while he's working, doing his thing. I hear yeah, that. I see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So you know, speaking of just dealing with mental health and dealing with all the issues that's happening in our world, the internet. Um, we have a really interesting um, article. Now, I'm going to try to see if I forgot to put it up as a picture, but we'll, I'll show you the website in a second. The Rise of Lonely Single Men, you guys. So I don't know everyone, anyone that's in the chat 
you know, it's a, per- it's a personal thing. So you don't have to say anything if you are single or not, or you you just, you know, you know, play and you got a few all over the place. Like, hey, whatever, you know, no, no, uh, no shade. Um, right now, a lot of men are lonely. Um, this, you know, a lot of dating apps, it's 60% men. And that's not good for society to have a lot of single lonely men because things usually go wrong when you have a man that doesn't have a family, doesn't have, you know, a partner. Things can go really, really wrong. So let me look at, let me try to share this real quick with you guys and read some of some of the key points here. Let me see if you guys can see that. I'm going to make it a little bigger. Okay, so uh, so this was a study uh, in psychology today. Men need to address their deficits to meet healthier relationship expectations. Mm-hmm. We already know what that person's uh, perspective is. Yeah. Dating opportunities for heterosexual men are diminishing as relationship standards rise. Men represent approximately 62% of dating app users, lowering their chances for matches. Men need to address their skills, blah, blah, blah. So single and middle-aged men are the loneliest, loneliest, lonely, Pedro, loneliness. Is I'm saying it right? I can't see it. Hold on. Uh, Let me see. Am I, am I looking? Lo- yeah. Loneliest, loneliest, yeah. We can't, lon- I can't read. I can't read. The loneliest. Um, but they're, they're lonely. They're, they've been, they're more lonely. The loneliest they've been in generations, yes. In generations. And it's probably going to get worse. But right off the rip. What what's your thoughts? Um, Oof, why man. is this uh, happening? No, this is you know it, it. This is deep, right? And we could talk about this for a five hour podcast, probably. But I think speaking from own so a little personal experience, friends I have, right? You know, some would say this generation of men are a lot weaker than prior generations in some ways, right? Mm-hmm. Some would say we're weaker because we just haven't had to feel, you know, we're that generation of everybody gets a trophy, you know, whereas when I was growing up, it's like rub some dirt on it, right? And there's two yeah. different w- trains of thought. Like, you know, you should raise your boys to be strong men, but what does the word strong mean to you in your house? For some men, for some cultures, for some dads, it means rub dirt on it, get up, stop crying, don't be a baby. For a newer generation, what we're seeing is a little more, are you okay, Pedro? Do you need something? I got a Band-Aid for you. Are you okay? Do you want to come out of the game? Do you want to go home? I, I care about your feelings, right? So this pacification of men as, as time has gone along has become more pacified, right? So there's benefits to that because now men can are more in tune with their emotions. Um, they're more, you know, more men are in therapy, right? Which is yeah. good. I've done therapy, right? But you also have it like if you pacify too much, right? It, you lose some of you lose some of that masculinity. You just you know you do. Some would say you do, and I think it's to the point where now a lot of men are trying. They're finding it hard to find mates for that reason. But then also like I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on a whole another you know. Whole nother thing of why I think some men are lonely and it's hard, you know, yeah. the, the the rise of pornography and how you could be on your phone and easily look at porn and get it accessibly without spending any money. Whereas 20 yeah. years ago, you had to, yeah. you know, so the accessibility of technology and all this stuff, w- along with the pacification, men now have extreme uh, uh, 
wrong ways of looking at like what sex is and what is love and what sis and the expectations are. I looked at, I saw porn and the girl did that. But when you go in the dating world, most women don't do that. Right. So the expectations are just off and it's, you know, it's making men not being able to mate. And then you get in this cycle of loneliness and well, why, you know, my mom said I, everything was going to be fine and da, da, da. And now, you know, I see these porns and these girls are telling me they love me and people are getting catfished. OnlyFans. OnlyFans, right? And they're getting simps out here. Like never. So, and then it becomes, you get, you, you, you try to, you can't translate those emotions. You can't translate that fakeness into the real world on a dating app or at the grocery store trying to walk up to somebody. So, you know, it's, it's, we're in a, a bad spot. A lot of men are in a bad spot. And sometimes it's a fault, maybe it isn't, but a lot of things have happened in the last, I think, 25, 30 years that have put us where we're at right now, I think, at least. I know I said a lot, but, you know. Yeah, but you actually covered a lot. You covered basically majority of what I think. And the comments are pretty good, too. And um, John puts in, not sure if you guys follow the Red Pill community uh, for men, but it's helping men every day. It's, It's basically Kevin Samuels content and then like other creators i have some thoughts on that and probably we'll talk about more of that later on because we're gonna be talking about uh next episode andrew uh tate andrew tate yeah a lot of what he says but yes i think it, it there's some benefits in that community for sure and also he says that porn has men has made men weaker uh, now, yes. interesting, porn well porn has been around forever right but the accessibility, sure. and I think that's the biggest point that I got out what you were saying. Technology has made things easier, but then the same thing, our social skills are diminished significantly. So if a man does want to go out in the world and actually talk to women, can he do that? I had pretty poor social skills growing up. And it really is interesting. The end that helped me because I was always playing video games. But then Xbox Live came out, had a headset. I started talking to people. It started, started to communicate with people, started to enjoy talking and having that kind of, and that kind of helps, but you still need to be in front of someone, eye contact, making sure that you can, you know, you're standing up straight. Those skills are not being used. Kids are playing too much Fortnite, 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 whatever I call it that sometimes. I'm in, I'm in the back. My, my cousin lives on, lives a floor below, um, below me. All I do is hear him screaming into a headset. I'm not even in the house. I'm outside. I can hear him screaming at his friends. He's like, 10 years old, 11. And he plays Fortnite all the time. And I, you know, I got to talk to his father. But if you're playing too much games, at least he's communicating. But at the same time, you need to be outside. And I think that's the technology has made things different. The dynamics between men and women. Women are more educated more now than ever. At some point, they're smarter (laughs) than like when I I was a manager, I hired a lot of women because they just seemed to be smarter. A, man, a dude comes into an interview, they can't speak, no eye contact, a bunch of mumbling and bumbling. When the woman came in, spoke clear, enthusiastic about the position, and I was taking care of dogs. So, you know, it's more, I think, maternal instinct. But at the same time, they show more confidence about how they could be able to do the job. Did I hire them over men? It didn't matter how I looked. It was just they came in more confident. I, I wanted people confident. I wanted people to look at me when I'm speaking to them. And that's how it went. So women are going to school. They a lot of them don't need them. They don't financially do well where they making as much or even more than men. That's a big issue in the community because fifty years ago, the woman stayed home and the man worked. That was a, a dynamic that worked, a traditional dynamic that's no longer uh, applicable here, and we're all confused, right? Yes. And then the dating apps too. 
women have a selection to a point where they can't even fit. And you could talk to any woman that uses these apps. They, they are overwhelmed about the amount of sausages that's in their inbox. Thirsty. Men, and, they, and the problem is 80% of them are not going to get any shot because women are only going to swipe the 20%. And the 20% is going to not look like me and you. It's going to look like Idris Elba or something like, we ain't going to get a shot. So if you, you depend on dating apps to get a date, you are wasting your time. Tinder worked when Tinder first, when Tinder first came out, everybody was able to get laid. I mean, I, I heard from a friend. Everybody was getting laid. Now, no. You're, you're struck because these apps need to make profit. Algorithms change. When the investors are saying, you got all these people, like, not, how are they going to pay if they can just easily get a date? That's not the point, right? You want you to pay the extra money to yes. get the dates. Bumble, they all that. I mean, these companies are on, you can invest in these companies in the stock market. The investors want to get their money. So the apps have to change to make the money. And that's where we are right now. Um, the internet has made things more difficult. At the same time, we're not social. And I think some of the things that they said, the two points do make sense. Yeah, women are, and I'll say most, there are a lot of women, and Kevin Samuels kind of talked about this, to have unrealistic expectations yes. on the kind of men that they can attract. And while they can attract the top 10 or 20% for physical relationship, when it's time to get a real relationship, they're not interested because they have so much options. Um, Chris Rock said this, and, I, and one is a uh, comic, uh, I think I forgot which one it was. He said, a man is as faithful as his options. Mm-hmm. Kind of funny, and it's kind of like effed up. Very true. But when someone has a lot of options, and Very they're the true. top 20%, 10%, they don't have to settle down with someone that they, they can easily get. And if a woman thinks that she deserves the top 10%, but not realistically, they're going to always be disappointed. So I think those dynamics are the biggest problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good points. And, and to, to piggyback and touch on when you're talking about women, right? And, and, and this goes to some of the the... How Kevin Samuels and Andrew Tate would would speak, and these guys speak with a lot of fire, and a lot of a lot of trigger words are used, and it pisses a lot of people off. But there's some truths to what some of what they're saying, because I think both of these guys have varying opinions. But like at the end of the day, they're both very traditional men. They're high class of value men, right? Both of them are they millionaires, whatever billionaire, whatever, and. You know, they speak about how difficult it is to be a man. It's more, you know, both of those gentlemen and and some other, a lot of other people, it's hard to be a man, right? We give women a lot of praise. They're mothers that have to do all this stuff. They have it hard. You know, they don't get paid the same. All this stuff is true. But like to be a man, we're talking about men, mental men's mental health and loneliness and things like that, right? Yeah. Like women, women have started, you know, they're graduating at higher rates. You know, they're, they're, they're just smarter than most of your average man's, your average woman's smarter than your average dude. It's just, it is what it is. They just, their brains think different, at least in my opinion. They're graduating at higher strengths, We have levels. strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But like, this is my point, right? So as more women be- become independent, start making more money, right? It diminishes the man's role in society because right. traditionally the men's role is providing Right. I'm a I'm a hunter and gatherer. I'm a provider. I'm going to bring back this. And then this woman's going to make it up, you know, make it a home for me and nourish my family and, you know, take care of that kind of stuff. And the men are going to do other. So when when you have women 
that are now coming out of college, coming out of whatever, and they're starting to date and they've passed in some levels to men, you demasculate a lot of men and it, they can't, the men are having a hard time catching up and the porn doesn't help. And it's just, it's just a never ending cycle. And I think that we're in a weird spot because, you know, these traditional roles, while some don't like them, sometimes some of them are needed. I think, at least in my opinion, I think, I think you have to like meet somebody obviously that just matches with you, but like, at some point, if we continue the progression of where we're going, we're not going to have, we're not going to like, we're going to stop having babies and it's just going to be a whole nother, it's going to be in a bad spot. You know, and I think we have to like go back just like a little bit, like not a lot. We can't go back to the fifties world, which is barefoot and pregnant. I think that's kind of crazy, but like, we have to understand that men and women are built differently, like just from a psychological standpoint, from a physical standpoint. You know, like it, it, we, it, the demasculation of man is happening. It's happening in front of us. And I think that's why men are committing suicide at a rapid rate. Um, yeah. You know, it's bad. And the mental, you know, some, in some, in some of our communities and our, whether what background you come from, what culture you're a part of, or how you were raised, right? Like we're men from the islands. That's where our, our grandparents, our mothers, fathers are from the islands, right? Like you don't go to therapy, like, you know, you don't talk about your feelings. Like it's, you yeah. know, it's a new way of doing things. Right. And so we're just in this really, it's a weird state. And yeah, you know. uh, and I understand, I understand exactly where you're coming from. And you also want to have some balance. Like you were saying a balance, not blame women. Cause I think, you know, talking about the red pill community, a lot of videos are them just dunking, trashing on women or either saying something stupid or they, they're saying it's like you don't want to develop a, a anger resentment towards women. You're not going to no. get any women. Like yes. I will say I would say 90, 90% of my interactions with women in my life have been positive. They're not negative. I'm not sitting there resenting women and resenting women who aren't interested. A lot of it also is expectations. I think that's what Kevin Samuels was saying. All of we have to understand our real expectations and our standards and what we can have and what we can't have. So it goes both ways. Like some women are probably should have a little more, be, be more realistic in who they can attract for a relationship. Same thing for a man. Like you were saying, watching porn on IG, looking at nines and tens and think that you can get a nine and ten. It, well, if, if you're not taking care of your body, if you're not doing well financially, you don't have key. a career. That's if you the have key. these things and then you're on YouTube, um, listening, watching Fresh and Fit, laughing at these these chicks that if they said hello to you, you're probably finishing your pants. Yep. And laugh at them and saying they're dumb. But if if they came and you said let's let's do something, you would jump at it. That's not healthy either. So it has to be concentrate, focus on yourself, and also be honest with yourself. I think that's where we have it. Where you know, right now, you know, my son is eight, and. We're not going to bash him for being a man, right? Well, he's going to become one. He's not going to spend, you know, six, 15, 16 years with a woman, his mom telling him he's bad or, you know, male patriarchy. How can a man, how can a person become a man, healthy man, if, if every, everywhere in society, they're attacking his masculinity or saying that you're, you know, you did something wrong and you haven't done anything yet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that is, that is harmful. Um, when they've had this much people, much men unhappy, wars get started because those are the people who fight in these wars. That's the person that straps a, a bomb to his chest because some old man, some cleric says, 
you're going to be a hero if you decide, if you do this thing. If you do this, you, you're going to have, you can go to the paradise and all these virgins. Why, why would someone that's a healthy individual with, with, a, with a career, a mission, a passion in life, a purpose in life, why would that person say, yeah, I'll try that? You'd be like, hell no, I got something to do tomorrow. I'm not going yeah. to put this book. Yeah. So, and that's, I think, the biggest, biggest problem. So I don't want people to spend too much time on these little pockets of YouTube because it can get really, really crazy. And if you watch it too much, then you, you either hating women or you hating men. And that's yeah. not healthy for anybody. That's a great point. I think, I think, I think, you know, what we as men have to do, right? I'll just speak from my personal experience, like from what I've, the mistakes I've made and what I've seen. And like, we, we have to stop. You know, I was talking about, this, you know, spending time on YouTube and listening to this and doing that. Like if, if more of us men, right, would focus on either our mental health, whatever area that there's a deficit for you, right? And I think all of us can look in the mirror and say, okay, what is it? Where's my deficit? Is it my mental health? Is it my physical health? Is it for my financial health? Is it my family around me that, that you know, is that stable? You know, because as a, if a man, as a man, if you want to attract a certain type of woman, okay, and that's your expectation, you have to bring something to the table. So that means you've got to focus on one of those four things I just mentioned, if that's your deficit, because as a man, right, as a man, if being in a relationship is important, if having a good relationship with your kids is being financially literate, these things should be important to us, right? You got to grind. You got to like have a plan, figure it out. Like, you know, and it doesn't mean like rub dirt on it. It means, okay, realize that I just fell down. Okay. Do I, am I the kind of person, am I the kind of man that can just get back up or do I need to get up and then hit my therapist, talk to my buddy and go have a beer with him real quick? Do I need to pick up the phone and call my mom? What do you, what do you need in that moment? And not enough work out, right? Work you know, out, write right? some stuff exactly. down, a journal, uh, work out. Exactly. exactly. Um, call you, call, it's like call your friends, call your family. Yes. Do something. Yes. Um, running to, to YouTube may not be where it need to be. I'm saying yes. that. We have to be willing to find out like, what, it, what do I need in that moment? Build off that. You got to do the hard work. Not enough men are willing to do the hard work. When I was younger, I was, thought I was like, I thought I was, had good work ethic and stuff. But, you know, just because I worked hard doesn't mean I wasn't also still lazy. I could have did a lot more, right? Yeah. So if you want to have certain things, you gotta you gotta put forth the effort, learn, adapt. You know, like if you want to have, you know, a beautiful wife and beauty is whatever that means to you, a family, a home. You got to grind, like you you got to grind, right? And you could have those things because we what society shows us is women that are attractive, pretty, and smart. They got the they got the advantage, okay. Men, the way we get the advantage is if you got money or some kind of power, or if you're smart, and if you're smart and you got power, you probably got money, you'll get, you can have the things that you want. Because you could be an ugly dude, but if you got money and power and confidence, you can, you can pull a 10, right? But it, you know, it's going to be harder for a woman that's a 10, or it's going to be, it's going to be harder for a guy that's broke, no confidence, doesn't have anything going for him. How are you going to get a 10? You're just not, you, you have to, as men, it starts with us. Like we have to start taking ownership of like what we can control and like, just do it. And I think we we're in a spot now where not enough men do that. We expect things given to us and, you know, we're not, we're, we're not willing to put the effort in sometimes. And um, we got to start putting a little more effort, I think, in like, Figuring out, do I need therapy? Do I need this? Do I need, you know, figuring out what you need to fix and put your pride to the side a little bit. 
and, right. you know, work on yourself and good things can come. I, I, I really believe that, but we have to, you know, get off that internet a little bit, get off the blogs, get off this and start thinking for yourself a little bit. Yeah. Th- working on yourself. Um, Kim, uh, Tim Kelly with a really good comment. My fear is that America gets to the birth rate of Japan, which most of the country is retired. I don't know if you've seen, there's a lot of um, good documentaries on this. They're worried that there's not enough young people to take care of the old people in Japan. Um, and their structure of relationships is so rigid that it's not as free-flowing as other places. But let's be honest, there's less babies being born. Um, Nick Cannon can't reproduce enough for the entire country. You know, he's announcing a 10th child. I know. I know. Well, women are having women, women are actively choosing right now to not have kids. Yeah. Like careers. Oh, so, they want to do something. I mean, Serena Williams was talking about really being upset of retiring because I mean, I, I, I don't understand what she was upset about. Like, I don't get it. But yeah. a part of it was the fact that she had to take care of kids or yeah. something where every, women are so. Uh, That's what I was saying earlier. We're, we're at this point where it's like it's getting a little scary, like 100 years from now, like what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, we're we going to have what are these roles going to look like? I don't know. It's ever changing. But a lot of women are deciding not to have kids, which is their right. But yeah. we got to understand there's going to be just going to be something that's going to happen after that you know there's something effects to, something to, that. to give yeah. yeah and we and we as men have to be we have to be good enough to where a woman wants to have a child with us and there's a lot of clowns out here you know what i'm saying like we you know that yeah. don't have it figured out you know like we have to it's tough man and it starts with like you got a boy and you're you're raising them right you, you you're forward thinking about that you know we have to stop that at some point we have to like make sure that that next generation is like successful as or as successful as they can be. And I think a, a lot of these generations last 20 years, we haven't seen that. So men are even growing up in a bad environment and not really able to figure out things by the time they get there when they're 20 and 30 years old. And I think we're seeing yeah. that right now. It's it's tough, man. Yeah. The, the plan I have for my boy, and yes, I call him the boy sometimes. I'm like, get the boy over here. I got to say something. This is why I, I kind of plan. I, I make sure that he needs to have real strong skills, build his skills up, build his. He should be able to communicate well, written and be able to speak well, be able to communicate properly. He knows, obviously, spent a lot of time learning, you know, the book, whole book learning stuff, but learning real skills like to be able, be able to cook, to be able to budget his money, be able to defend himself. Right. Learning those basic skills, because that's how the bar is so low, guys. If, if a man is able to do those basic things, you already a leg up. I mean, it's been two years of lockdowns that kept a lot of these kids without education. My son was in some kind of school for those two years, either even a remote thing, or as soon as they allowed the mask thing, he went to school. Like, I did not have him associated. He couldn't um, learn. He, he was in school. He probably had more schooling than most kids. That that's why I push him to question everything, question everything. Always ask questions. Don't just blindly accept things. Yeah, those are the kind of skills. And also the idea of being healthy, being able to defend yourself, not just, you know, obviously with a gun or anything, but physically being active, being social. Those basic things, most good amount of men can't do. They can't cook. They can't speak to a woman. They can't even speak to another man. Interviews, you can't do basic interviews. These are skills that we need to teach young boys. And going back to the sports thing, 
that's why it's great to have sports. That's why it's sad that a lot of schools don't have all these sports and music that they're taking away. The gym that they, you know, those are the yeah. budgets they want to cut. When you're able to be creative, brings confidence, brings a, a level of understanding of how the world works. That's what we're failing with these kids. We're failing the public. The public school system is terrible. It's not helping anybody. And then the internet's not helping. Where, again, like I told you, you can go on twitch.com right now, not sign in, and you can see hot tub chat live live stream where you yeah. see a woman uh, probably a nine ten in there just collecting money just collecting money just getting chats getting uh, we don't call them super chat i forgot what they call over there just getting gobs of money how many of you think it's probably a 17 year old kid that should be should be in a gym somewhere or writing something in a journal or working on a, a skill or a trade instead of sitting there Watching this chick in the, in the hot tub. It's accessibility, man. It's so it's too, it's too easy now, and it's hard not to know that it's there. Know that you know it's a click away, and it's hard not to get sucked into that. And 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 it's it it's 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 tough. And there it's everywhere, man. It's OnlyFans, it's Twitch, it's YouTube, it's it's the dating sites. You know, like it's 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 tough to be a man right now. But at the end of the day, like. We have to start looking in that mirror and being like, all right, wh- what's my deficit? Like, what what do I need to work on this next year for myself so that I can be happier? I can feel like I don't need to go to OnlyFans, right? Or yeah. I, I don't need to get to get connection at least, right? You're looking like that woman cares about you. She doesn't. She just doesn't, right? So what do I need to do to make sure I can actually have real connections with with yeah. women? You know, or she's running a business. It's not even her responsibility to care for yeah. you. She's running a business. She's providing a service. Um, John McCain is an author and he's in the chat room right now. He wrote a book. <laughs> we talked about this several times uh, in other live streams, but uh, the book, The Five Foundations of Contentment. I'm going to put the link if I remember. John, remember, remind me if I forget. Put this link in. A really solid book. Easy read. Um, I have a copy. Probably so do I. So do I. Where is yeah, mine? Pedro has a copy as well. <laughs> really helpful stuff. Kind of breaks down everything. Spiritual, physical, obviously your mental health. Very, really, really good book. Oh, he got the book right there. Look at that. Right here. I'm going to put the link. It's on Amazon. Just type in John McCain's name. You'll find it. Buy it. I have it. I had the Kindle and he actually gave me a book. Um, really helpful. Really helpful. Especially for today's men right now. Um, okay, that's enough, John. There's a lot of great comments. I'm sorry. I didn't get to <laughs> all of them. Um, but yeah, uh, Random Ryan, I agree with Hannibal says, but always ask questions, challenge with respect, of course, obviously don't escape me confrontational. YouTube lo- loves those in drama, but that's, that's not the real, of course, of course. I mean, yep. YouTube yep. Is, a, is a game on its own. We, we, you know, we can talk about that another time as well. It's a whole game on its own. So don't get too riled up when they make content, they make emotional content to get you to engage, to watch it, to click on it, get all riled up. And I don't want you guys to have resentment towards any one group of people because of what you guys see on, on uh, you know, the internet. Uh, has OnlyFans made men less lonely? Ooh. And uh, John says, uh, more, more lonely and broke. It depends on what you're looking at. Uh, well, most of it is it's porn-ish content, and I don't think it's really helpful for you. I never, I never paid for OnlyFans account. I always thought, hey. Me neither. Porn was free. Internet made porn free. So like why? But it's a connection also. <laughs> it's this connect, person it's that you connect. see yeah. that may say hi to you now because you're paying her. First of all, she's obligated to because if she if you don't say, if she, if you said hi to her, she doesn't, you'll stop paying. 
So she's because she's running a business or he's running a business. There are men and women on OnlyFans. I would say maybe 15 years ago, I thought porn was healthy because it was a lot of what they say. Like, listen, it's a good thing. Don't be ashamed because a lot of our because I'm like I was like the old school liberal where the conservative was like porn's bad. Porn is you shouldn't do porn. You know, the religious folk like, nah, man, jack off what you want. Whatever. You know, at least I'm not in a bad relationship. I gotta deal with a, a person I don't want to be with. Well, it just depends. You know, it's 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 like anything. You know, too much of something is bad. Too, right? That's what I was gonna say. So too, it depends now on it's, how, it's too much. how yeah. you're folding it into your life because porn can make a marriage, it could cripple a marriage. Like it's if I've seen it, it's like it you have to like understand like what there's levels to a relationship you can have with anything and porn is another thing. And, you know, it can give you a false sense of what sex is and intimacy. And, you know, mm-hmm. you just gotta be, if you're in a healthy relationship with a man or a woman and you introduce, introduce porn into it, it could be great. But if you don't, if it's not communicated right and it's not a healthy relationship already with your partner, it will kill the relationship. Yeah. I think, I think just any kind of addiction to anything. I think I remember when, um, role playing, online role playing games came out. And I know you you probably never got into this because you, you're not a nerd like myself. But EverQuest, World of Warcraft, those games where you invest hundreds, hundreds of hours to get certain stats and certain items. None of this makes any sense to you because again, you actually no, I, I've heard of these games, games, but I just never played them. Yeah, you you, you won in life. Uh, <laughs> Women will literally leave their husbands. Like you've played ten thousand hours of yeah, EverQuest. You idiot. And you're like, I don't care. Like, but a lot of research from video games. Um, I know random Ryan wrote yep. in, um, you gotta sign up when they gave you 33% discounts for the next 20 new subs. <laughs> that sounds very detailed and Ryan. Yeah, is, is you, uh, got some yeah, a little bit. <laughs> do you want to talk about it? <laughs> no, so you try to save money. 33% off? I mean, who that's a good deal. Like, why would I pay full price? But uh yeah, uh like John says, addicting hits of dopamine. Yeah, yeah uh, we gotta we gotta talk more about this. I know we kind of we went over a little bit. Next episode, we got two main stories. That I think we're gonna we're gonna touch on. Obviously, the Andrew Tate situation being banned oh. from Facebook. Instagram. You guys know who Andrew? You guys know who Andrew Tate is? If you guys can put a th- thumbs up to. in the chat or yeah, thumbs, thumbs down up if you know. know. But I think at this point he's pretty important. But it's also somebody else that I think a lot of people do know. All in with Ari or Ronnie, if you will. Oh, man. We're going to talk about why you should never believe a 9 or a 10 is homeless. Bad idea, guys. I'm already going to say it. I know I don't think Pedro agrees. But if you if a 9 says I'm homeless, impossible. <laughs> right? Impossible. Wow. We could talk more about it, but... <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah. I know Ryan's, Ryan's familiar. Uh, salesman. I know a lot of people had a lot of people actually do like his advice. Some people think he's a con artist. He's a fake guru. Some people mm-hmm. says that he is accused of real serious crimes, trafficking. Mm-hmm. Also said is life changing. So it's all over the place. And yep. right now, canceling him is that is that a good idea? I think you already know my. I'm sure you guys. If you if I talked enough, you guys probably know what I think about canceling anything. But is that a good thing for society? We, we got a lot to talk about in the next episode. Yes. I don't know if we'll have I mean, any next, NBA stuff going in, but next week will be spicy. I think it's going to be spicy. So it'll be good. Very spicy. Plenty of, and if you like any of this content, please hit the like, hit the subscribe button. Um, check it out. We have, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we have all, all of the major podcast platforms. 
go in there and especially with Apple, write a review if you enjoy what we what we're doing. Put a little review that always helps the algorithm. Algorithm, all of these companies, you know how it works. But on that note here, yeah, I think I think we're I think it's time to go, Pedro. Yeah, hit the thumbs up in a way, I always appreciate y'all so so much. All the new people coming in. If you're listening on the replay, consider subscribing. All that YouTube stuff, right? Um, but yeah, and shout out to my boy Hannibal. His birthday month's coming up. So yeah, yeah I think he's going to be 25, 26, 38. 38. Yeah, I, I, it's, yeah. Well, I was going to say it's over, but you're older than me, so I wouldn't say that. Uh, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to end the stream, bro. <laughs> no way. All right, guys. See you guys next week. Peace. Peace.